why my head's gone purple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it fits. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show, a podcast about surfing in the UK. I am your host, Pete. And I'm Leighton. On today's show, we're going to be talking about what to do when there is no surf, which we've got quite a lot of experience of. We've got quite a lot of experience of that. We were supposed to be having a guest on today, but unfortunately, circumstances have changed and that is now going to be at a later date. So, Our next one, isn't it? Yeah, it should be our next one, yeah. Um, as Leighton said, we will be talking about what to do when there's no surf, and we've had quite a few questions come in from social media, so we'll go through them as well. And Well, yeah, basically, what what do you do when there's no surf? I, when there's no surf, I either go skateboarding. Yep. Uh, play with guitar. Yeah, but it's your <laughs> skateboarding f- scene is your yeah. thing, isn't it? And spend the rest of the time looking at the surf forecast. Praying. Praying that something good's going to happen. I mean, in all fairness, there's been no surf this last week. It's been... The, the last time there was surf was the last time we surfed in Saunton, which was like three weeks ago. Annoying thing is, there's been lots of offshore wind and no swell. I've noticed that like, surfers have been saying that on social media. That looks really frustrating. Yeah, yeah, there's that. There's also the fact there is, there's been places you can surf if you're willing to travel. I've seen some of the South Coast people have still been having a few waves here and here, here yeah. and there, but nothing no, majorly no, big or no, anything. No. Do we, what we need is that seaweed in um, the film Blue Juice and start ch- <laughs> chanting. Makahiki. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, yeah. Everyone hopes it's coming. Uh, yeah, so. What what do you do when there's no surf? Um, I exercise really. Oh, no, yeah. he says I exercise really. He exercises religiously. Yeah, it's like sitting in a room with Thor. I yeah. So I do. Yeah. So I, do, I just do a lot of exercise to just to kind of kind of take up your energy. Really, um, I do a little. I don't do skateboarding like you do. Like I got a, like a longboard. I go out with my two boys on the longboard. It's the only way you can get away with skateboarding at 40 with kids. It's not. You can skateboard at 40. Look <laughs> not at Tony, if you're Tony, not, if look you're Tony Hawk. Yeah, Tony if you're not very good, like 50 like, something. If you're not very good like me, then it's going to be... Oh, yeah, is that? I've always just looked like some... <laughs> Weird old dude <laughs> following kids around the <laughs> yeah, prom. <laughs> yeah, tr- trying to skate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of people saying... That's a question I get asked quite a bit. Oh, if you can, if you can skateboard, can you surf? Or if you can snowboard, can you surf? As someone that's tried all three of them, the answer, the simple answer to that is no. They're all yeah. completely different. Yeah. Everything you do, the, even though the movements look similar, everything's different. The when you're on a surf, uh, when you're on a snowboard, sorry, your weight's more to the back. When you're on a skateboard, your weight's more central. When you're surfing, you're slightly crouched and more sort of forwards. Yeah, yeah you got the center of gravity is different. Yeah, the center so of gravity is different. The, all uh, of them. the thing that we find about snowboarding, it was. Wherever you looked, you moved, didn't you? The board went that way, which was found really strange. Like if you want, remember the instructors telling us: if you turn around and look at the slope, the board will turn sideways and you'll stop. Yeah, 
and that's really strange. It does. Uh, same sort of thing with surfing, though. You, which way? You know, you you turn your head, you look that way. I think because it's a, it's a different type of movement, and it's not fixed to your feet. You don't feel it the same. But even though you get that same thing, you know, if you if you want to go left, you look left, and you go in that way. If you want to go right, yeah, you look right, and you're going that way. We just um, bought a. Well, I've just ordered a surf skate for my youngest son, so that's going to be interesting. Have a go on that. Always want to have a go on a surf skate. Surf skate. You have to explain that to some people. Okay, so uh, surf skate is like a skateboard, but the trucks, which are the part that the wheels connect to, um, they're a bit more flexible, and so you can make large um, carves and, and tight turns, really. Um, it's, you're not really doing any tricks on them other than carving. So, yeah, it's meant to be surfing for the land isn't it on the land yeah yeah um yeah so so most of the time when there's no surf going back to that there's you exercise yeah surf films surf books surf films books yeah what's your favorite surf film first surf book tell us let us know get in Mm. contact with us and ask us questions difficult on that one what favorite surf film yeah you're on about mainstream films, though, aren't you? Not like, not like, yeah, yeah, your surf like, shop, yeah, like a Hollywood films. film. Not, not like, as in, um, seeing Kelly Slater doing a set in, you know, like a like a skateboard film would be. Yeah, it'd be like, yeah, an actual mainstream film. So, I watched the other day. I watched Blue Juice for the first time in years, and it's like like we said on the other podcast. It's uh, there's no surfing in it. But it's such a good film. JC's going to surf the boneyard. Yeah, it's such a good film. Yeah. And, and then there's like the main Point Break, which I think every surfer loves Point Break. Not the remake. Actually, people are just tuning out now. They're going, I no, no, not the remake. I was no. quite surprised because we, we really liked Point Break and I didn't hate the new one. So I, I kind of think that might have been a bit of success for that film because there'll be a lot of die-hard people who loved the original Point Break. Like in Bodhi, is it, the original Bodhi, like Patrick Swayze, is probably the reason why I tried surfing. Yeah. So I could still want to be him now. I still can't believe you just said you liked the remake of Point Break. I didn't say I liked it. I said I didn't hate this it. This is coming from the guy who went to watch Superman and said there's too much alien shit in it. Well, yeah. Well, I know he's an alien. Well, it's like saying there's too much fighting in Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of, you don't want to see the alien stuff. You you want to see him saving normal people, like in New York or wherever it is. Anyway, if you're talking mainstream surf films, you cannot beat, uh, blah, blah, what's it called? North Shore. North Shore. Also watch that on the weekend as well. Shagged in a Madagascar dog Friday Friday. Yeah, yeah. So turtle and that. Who's also in Point Break? Uh, yeah, he's. Uh... He is a a surfer that can act rather than an actor that can surf. Apparently. Oh, interesting that's, uh, fact for you. That's changed everyone's lives out there. Yeah, I, I hope that's uh, profound. Some done something really good for you. Yeah. Well, the so. What's the other, well, what we used to do when there was no surf was back in the day. Back in the day. Which was a Wednesday. Um, <laughs> we, we, um, Big Wednesday, man. Me and Pete, we used to own and run a extreme sports review website. So when we've mentioned before that we couldn't, we, well, we haven't surfed that much over the last 20 years is because we were also doing lots of other 
extreme sports. I know surfing's not really class. It, well, it is class as extreme sport, but it's not as it's an alternative sport. Yeah, but it was in the same group. Same thing as people yeah. in the skateboard industry don't like extreme, skateboarding yeah. being called an extreme sport. Yeah, because they kicked off about it being in... Because the X Games was the extreme games, and they yeah. changed it to the X Games. Yeah, if you want to start a conversation, start talking to the skateboarders about skateboarding being in the Olympics. No, oh. Surfing's in it now, isn't it? Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Messy, but yeah, as Leighton was saying, we did lots of different things um, in that climbing, caving, skydiving, um, skydiving, bungee jumping, yeah. all sorts of different things there, um, which kept us busy, kept us something to do. I mean, we looked at the time, and there was nothing out there. There was no websites that were reviewing extreme sports or anything like that, and letting you know where you could go, what you could do. So we started doing one. Um, it became too much effort to run in the end because obviously we had families and jobs as well and trying to run a website with god knows how many pages 150 well, plus pages a super site yeah. in the end and um yeah it was just too much but from then i think we just sort of filtered out into surfing was one of the main things we really loved yeah. doing well we just end up sticking with a few things out of all the extreme sports we tried um we just stuck with a few things like you were always a skateboarder anyway weren't you so that's that stuck with you i've been a skateboarder since the late 80s man because <laughs> i'm so old <laughs> uh, and and then, like, we stuck with climbing for a bit um but then but everything's always come back around to surfing hasn't it like surfing's been the one thing yeah. That we tried when we were younger, obviously loved it, couldn't go that much because when you're that young, you haven't got a vehicle and we don't live by a surf break. And then the website kind of brought us back to it in a way, didn't it? Yeah. And then we were too busy to surf, ironically. So, And then when the website died to death, which it did because it was too much work and we couldn't put the hours it required in. We it wasn't s- just that, it was social media, wasn't it? It was well, social media kicked in and... Social media blew up more than anyone, I think, thought was going to happen. Nobody, yeah. nobody could see that coming. No. So, so the the website kind of, yeah, kind of died deaf. But we did get the opportunity to speak to a TV producer at one point, didn't we? Yeah, that was fun. I'm yeah. sure we just nicked our idea and made a TV show. Or yeah, I'm else. pretty sure that happened as well. But yeah, we we did speak to somebody really excited when you think, oh my god, I'm going to get to quit my day job. And do Imagine that now. Someone said to you, "Right, you can quit your day job, and all you've got to do now is just talk about surfing." Yeah, that's not going to happen, is it? No, I know, but <laughs> use your imagination, <laughs> man. Come on, I know it'd be amazing. Well, not not just talk about it. If we could actually do if it, you could could actually do it yeah. that'd be nice. If you're not allowed in the water. You could just. Yeah. I mean, my mate has said that he's a skateboarder, and he said, uh, "I said, oh, why don't you come surfing? Try that out. Uh, I'd love to do surfing, but I don't want to get wet." Yeah. <laughs> kind of goes hand in hand yeah doesn't it <laughs> um yeah so you know there's there's lots of things I, I think that's a that's a podcast we could go into at some point some exercises for surfing you know yeah yeah well i've mentioned before that the yoga has really helped me recently but um just your general aerobic fitness like the paddling in in surf just kills you doesn't it you need to once you once you get a good level of aerobic fitness, it's almost like your body knows how to conserve energy, and that's what we're trying to do. Like we've mentioned before, you're trying to get out to the back of the lineup whilst conserving as much energy as possible. And you're basically when you're popping up, you're just doing burpees, aren't you? The whole the whole time. Yeah. 
Um, and you've mentioned before, like swimming has helped you keeping up your fitness for it. Yeah, swimming is massive. I was chatting to someone the other day and uh, I've got another friend who surfs and he goes swimming and we were talking about his ability in the waves and he he's a really good swimmer and he catches... I think he's wet more than he's dry. <laughs> he's just, he catches everything. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah With he ease. just literally, he, 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 every single wave he, he catches and he, it, it's effortless. I think it's just that, that paddle strength and, you know, that's the thing that everyone wants to get to. But I think uh, swimming... And the fact that he's got gills. Yes, gills helps. Swimming helps massively. As I said before, I noticed so much difference in my paddle strength just from doing a few months of swimming. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, as we said, we were supposed to have a interview today, which hasn't happened, but it's going to happen in a future episode. We're hoping it will be next week or the week after. We're going to try and get these podcasts out at least we're, we're going to go for at least once a month once a month but, but the way things are going yeah well we i'd just like to say thank you but it's listen really because we the feedback we've had and it's just kind of blown up really quickly isn't it and we've got so many interviews that we might actually be able to without exhausting all of our interviews in one go and getting too excited uh yeah. we might do it every fortnight so every two weeks and what we're trying to do it on a monday aren't we too yeah we were, we were going to go for the first monday every month to get these out there um we might so the best thing you can do is now we are on um apple itunes and we're on spotify and you can find us at Acast. Um, few other ones out there is if you subscribe to our podcast and then it will notify you when a new episode comes out we're gonna try and do one every month well we will get one out every month on the first monday of every month but we might get one out in between that as well fortnightly if we can yeah it will depend on if we've got anything to speak about that's going to interest anybody or not We'll still speak about it anyway, to be fair. And it'll also be, if we've got other interviews, we'll try and slip them in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as we say, if you could contact us, you know, social media, we're on um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also you can email us at the UK surf show at gmail.com. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, which, any questions anything yeah which people have been sending haven't they yeah we've got some questions here so we've got a question well we've got two questions the same very similar so i'll say from the uh, same person no two different people um we'll go with this one though so from dan h and he says what to look for when you are buying a wetsuit for the first time yeah so we kind of think it's bloody cold in in the uk isn't it so it's it probably just if you want work. summer or winter wetsuit doesn't it really yeah but it's still cold in the in the summer so i i think if you i think i'd, I'd just buy a, a winter wetsuit i'd just buy a five four wetsuit or what for the summer as well yeah I, that's all i do five four and then in the winter you add your boots your gloves and your hood and then in the summer you don't wear those things see i wouldn't go that way i'd go I'd buy two wetsuits. I'd go. I'd buy a winter wetsuit You're and a rich summer and I'm wetsuit. Not. <laughs> no, 
I'm not. That's the problem. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, bought, okay. I bought a win. <laughs> I'm tight and you're not. <laughs> That's better. You are tight and I'm not. The, uh, um, yeah, it's the... Uh, I don't know. It's it's. I, I bought a winter wetsuit with a built-in hood. I regret buying a built-in hood. I wish I'd bought one with... Detachable, detachable, yeah. well, detachable. Or I've got a rash vest with a hood built in, and I find that better mm-hmm. um, because you have the option. Then um, I would personally say five four for the winter, and yeah. maybe a three mil for the summer. But your three mil in the summer is going to be between May, April, May till. Yeah, it's probably later than that. Actually, might be later than that till about October. Yeah. It's probably going to be yeah, June to October. Yeah, really, isn't it? Yeah. But, so, um, well, yeah, you got about you, you probably get about six months out of each of them. But yeah. um, I wear an old winter wetsuit as my summer suit now. Yeah, because, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's you know my old winter suit is now my summer suit. Thing is, like Leighton just said, buying a buying a winter suit makes more sense. One, you get better waves in the winter. Two, it's quieter in the winter surfing than it is in the summer unless you know some secret spot where you're yeah. going to surf and there's going to be no one there. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, there's a lot. There, if you start Googling wetsuits, there's a lot of information out there. There's Every single wetsuit company has different size guides as well. So don't just go, oh, I'm a large wetsuit. I'll just buy a large. Yeah, you'll yeah, buy yeah. a large from one and it'll fit and you'll buy a large from somewhere else and they'll have a different size guide. Yeah, they're all... Also, should we? I'm going to mention the brands. Like we're so we're not paid or or anything from any any brands. But um, when when I was researching the web uh, the wetsuits to buy, there was the, the two that kept coming up from other surfers and from people in surf shops were the two that we ended up buying. The one that you got, the one that I got. So I've got the the Rip Curl Flash Bomb. You know, ask me what I've got. I can't remember. Yeah, yours is <laughs> the, the Neil. Psycho Tech or something like that. Psycho Freak, I can't remember something yeah. like that. Um, and they were the two that kept coming up. They seem to be like the consistent. Like, there's lots of different types yeah. of those. I know the Tiki makes. one's supposed to be very good as well. Yeah, yeah, because you were going to buy that. Yeah, you? I very nearly bought that. Yeah, um, but you're then looking if you're if you're going to take surfing seriously and you're going to go regular and then it's worth spending the extra to get a, a suit that's going to last you longer you'll end up saving money and and i'm tight so <laughs> I, well you tight. Need, need to save money so um I, I can't remember how much it was now i think i've i think it was about 400 pound 399 yeah the pound makes a difference <laughs> <laughs> that's the pound that made him buy it yeah. right yeah so uh buying a wetsuit is is purely when are you going to surf is it going to be are you going to be surfing the summer are you going to be surfing the winter if you're surfing all year round you're probably going to need two wetsuits realistically um you know you can go you can get a winter suit and use it in the summer but if it gets hot out there and you're surfing in in, don't forget we surf evenings or mornings last time we went actually and i was wearing my winter suit i'm just refused to spend more money on another suit i had to um what they say, like keep flushing the suit, so you jump in the water and you pull the neck away from from your neck to open up and let cool water in. So, so what he what he's actually trying to say is he was too hot in his winter suit and he's too tight to buy another suit. So yeah, that, that's it. 
But it's, so, it's yeah. still not warm enough not to wear a wetsuit in the UK. Yeah. Like, if you want to spend a good amount of time in the water... You see some nutters right. going in, though, don't you? Yeah, and then you see them coming straight back out again. Yeah, no, that happens a lot, yeah. <clears throat> right, so that sort of covers wetsuits. Um, Next I also question. got a wants to remain anonymous, but are you ever too old to learn to surf? No, definitely not. 100% never too old. What, even like Zimmer? No, I don't, as long as you're physically able to be, <laughs> otherwise you can't just push someone in the water. Okay, there you go. But yeah. uh, You should have seen his face. Is I opened up a whole whole minefield then of things he could have said and would have yeah. got in so much trouble, <laughs> so I, much backlash. If, if you're physically able to walk, yeah. stand up from laying down, swim, then definitely. like and that, it's, It shouldn't be like, uh, like an embarrassment thing. No, no. Definitely no. not, because we've been... We've been surfing, and some of the older guys in the water are the cool guys, aren't they? You know, yeah, it's much like, better as well, like, yeah. Because I now look at those people and think, that's what I want to be like. I want to still be going. Like, you you get old. You ain't that far off. You get old because you stop. You <laughs> yeah. don't... I can't remember which way around it goes. Yeah, go on. You can do it. You get you old because you stop. You don't stop because you get old. Yeah, there something like that. Well done. Uh, right, next question we've got from Joel Smith says, what is the most underrated UK surf spot? Controversial, because there Very. are some secret ones, so they're obviously... Secrets? Yeah, secrets. Yeah, so we're not going to tell you where they are. Um, um, I'd say, right, two things, I'd say this. Because the UK is constantly changing the surf conditions... The most underrated spot would, one, be the spot you haven't found and haven't surfed yet, because once you find that spot, you'll be like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. On a general, I would say West Wales. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, probably. I would say West Wales. I've been, last year, I went on holiday with my wife and the dog, most important. I went on holiday with a dog, actually, and my wife just came along. Um, but... Uh, going to listen <laughs> Yeah, never mind. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so gone down to West Wales and we're driving down a road next to the sea in West Wales and the water was just barreling next to us the whole distance of this road. It, it was just, it was an amazing sight to see. And there's some little places down there. The thing about West Wales, I think, it can be very, very flat. And you'd go, if you went there on a normal day, you'd be like, well, what's he on about? If you hit West Wales in the right conditions... It's absolutely awesome. Did you take your board on holiday? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I wanted to take my board, but I didn't because I thought, ah, oh, it's West Wales. There's not really any surf there, <laughs> is there, from what I've seen of it? And I regretted it instantly. Yeah, uh, uh, with regards to Cornwall and Devon, though, I wouldn't really say there is an underrated spot. They, they've all got their benefits in some way. Because we yeah. quite like... We actually quite like Westwood Ho, don't we? Well, yeah, you've got the, these are the different types of waves and things you've got there, haven't you? Though you've got like, so if you go from, so say you went from Westwood Ho to Woolacombe, you've got Northbound, yeah, yeah. So or yeah, so 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 if you're coming down from down the country, you go from Woolacombe to Westwood Ho. So you've got Woolacombe, Puttsburgh, Croyd, Saunton, Westwood Ho. They're those yeah. they're those main ones in that. And after that, area. the next bay you hit Bude. is Bude, yeah. yeah. So, if you go in in that order, the waves change along the way, 
and they're very different in each in each bay mm. and each area there and and the people in each of those places are very different and very uh yeah what i like about westwood ho is um, it's quite a safe surfing location I like if you you're going that. with I kids saw, yeah i saw something posted today westwood ho the safest place to surf yeah it's a very long wide beach everybody's spread out the the waves don't Mellow. generally be they're not, not generally much different unless you know you're surfing right by the rocks but yeah but yeah. generally it, you, you get you a can, long wave don't you on westwood yeah ho. and you can select wherever you want to go out and you're pretty much find a wave so if you yeah. it's not like you're all crammed into one yeah, area it's, of the it's beach. a big long beach yeah. isn't it there's a big area yeah it's extra salty i always find westwood ho everyone i say this to thinks i'm an idiot and they just laugh at me every time i go surfing in westwood ho i get really bad salt burns around my neck on my wetsuit and uh i always find it it stings my eyes more it's extra salty i don't know why it's still the sea like yeah but it's not i don't know what it is um, yeah, so that's, that's like Westwood Ho, and then you come back, to the, it's on the same, there's an estuary in between, but it's on the same stretch there, and yeah, then you Saunton. go to Saunton. That's, that's our go-to place, isn't it? Really? Saunton's, yeah, one of our go-tos. It's a lo- Saunton's a longboard wave, I'd yeah, say, yeah. and uh, it's just, a, like it's, everything seems a bit easier there, like it's easier to get out, but if you catch it on, we've been out on like a washing machine day, and it was bloody lethal out there, it was impossible to get out there, and we were getting those what they call peaks when they when two when the waves are coming from two different directions and they kind of collide and make a peak and you can actually try and surf the peak but yeah. it was i think i actually tried. got seasick that day <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad that was awful that was yeah and then you go around the corner there you've got round into croyd croyd yeah croyd is um croyd's one of those beaches that people go oh yeah go surfing at croyd croyd will rip your face off with no it'll rip your face off turn your eyeballs around and put them back in your head for you <laughs> i i went to croyd with a friend sam and he used to live there and surf there all the time and we got out and as we got down uh, we went down and as we got down to the water he looked down and he's like oh fuck man that is a bit big isn't it i he paddled out on his shortboard and i had a i had a i think i had like a seven six or something which was far too big for the type of conditions it was right he shot out through the waves and i saw him get on a wave look up and it was probably like him and a half so it was like one and a half overhead yeah so like like a 10 foot wave (laughs) yeah something like that and i seen the thing just literally just disintegrate on him yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's apparently on and um, so a lot of surf books I've, I've read mention croyd and and particularly at low tide it seems to be big at yeah. low tide it's it's, the, it's that, that's the it's thing with those lethal bays. it's like croyd's got like really strong rips and yeah. currents and there's places to surf around there there's there's people that surf around there i mean you look at cotty he 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 surfed around there and like he surfed the, some of the biggest or well, the biggest, the waves biggest wave in the, world, in the world yeah in the world and um it's one of those places where the people that surf there are pretty gnarly yeah um and you will know about it if you get in their way because yeah. you'll probably get a surfboard to the face. Um, that said, it's a lovely place. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a picturesque village. Isn't yeah, it, it is. Um, then you come back from there and you go around to Puttsburgh. Puttsburgh is better on high tide. And that, yeah, and that's very... There's nothing else there, is there? It's the yeah. car park. It's a car park and beach. That, that's it. And a cafe. Yeah, is there a yeah. cafe? Yeah, it's a cafe. Oh, right. I've never been in a cafe. Yeah, you don't go in it. It's too oh, tight. Yeah, too tight to cafe. buy any food. That's why I have. I do remember going in a cafe. Yeah, I refused to spend the money. <laughs> <laughs> Walked straight back out. <laughs> I uh, 
Yeah, uh, that's what I got. Uh, that's where I got stuck in a rip at Puttsburgh. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's when we were there on that really big day, um, struggling to get out there. Uh, that's when my leash snapped. Yeah, and there was those two young kids out there who were just ripping the waves up. They were incredible, almost laughing at the rest of the surfers because yeah, they were so. Puttsburgh's one of those places. It's it's slabby. I'd say the waves quite chunky. Yeah, yeah, they're quite like yeah, they're quite heavy waves there. But on the I've same seen a stretch, lot of people, yeah, Willicum's on the same stretch, and it seems nothing like that, does it? No, it seems very different. I think you know you've got the you've got the cliff edge next to you on on there though. On um, yeah, so it, you know either shelters you from the wind or you know changes the direction of the waves slightly. But there's definitely a difference, and I've seen a hell of a lot of ac- more accidents at Puttsburgh yeah. than you know that like last one of the last times we were there, a guy came came off his board, came back up, and like bleeding everywhere, yeah. wasn't he? Where it's come back and smacked him in the face. Um, right, a passage right, is yeah. there to have a board in the face. Board in the face. Got yeah, my mate, face. my mate dislocated his knee there at Puttsburgh. Lovely. I got stuck in a rip. My leash has snapped. Um, I didn't buy any food in there. <laughs> didn't buy any food anywhere you go. In the cafe. Yeah. And then, and then so just on the same stretch of coastline is Willowcum. And that is, well, I don't know, just, just a very normal kind of way. It's a traditional seaside town. Yeah, there, but it? it's the, the vibe around there because of how the bay is set and you've got the world famous Red Barn where everybody goes in. Like there's... Yeah. Nothing quite like driving down there in your van, parking up on the coastline, going into the red barn after your surf or whatever. It's the whole thing is just really nice. All the yeah, all the old surfboards on the wall and stuff. There, I remember going back there in the when did we eighties, uh, nineties, nineties? It must have been early nineties when it was like a little cafe place, and they used to yeah. have the. Uh, foosball table and the pool table and yeah. the surfboards on the wall. Well, that, yeah, before that was, somebody saw it as a. Yeah. lucrative surf hang out not making thousands of pounds a year yeah. just like but that stays open that's like all year round that place now and you can go yeah. there and there's live music on and stuff so all this kind of stuff is what comes back to what we said from the start this is what you do when there's no surf yeah and, and hopefully it. now you've got an extra thing to do when there's no surf which is listen to us listen to us talk nonsense yeah. about nonsense yeah (laughs) next question yeah next question right so that covers a bit of like the the areas of where we sort of go and like that you know our our local places we'll talk about others as we go go along and other places you can't really say there's an underrated spot really is there because it everywhere is different and it has the same advantages and disadvantages definitely and then we've got from ryan burns thoughts on board selection for the uk ideally cornwall for someone moving from beginner to advanced, average height, average weight. Yeah, okay. So what we call an average height and weight, like five foot nine, yeah, five foot like ten. Five, yeah. Average weight, what like twelve? Don't, don't, don't think you have to go to the direct okay, details. Okay, I'm just try, I'm trying, <laughs> trying to picture. I'm trying to picture the guy. Um, well, well, we we kind of thought, haven't we? That, and I've heard this before from other surfers in shape as well that. You probably own, like a, a lot of surfers want like a whole quiver of boards. And really, you, you only need two. Yeah, two. Yeah, so you, yeah, you, two, you want... Two, yeah, maybe two. three, because I'd, th- I'd say two, but the third is an option. Yeah, so the, the two that you want in your arsenal is um, like a long board, yeah. uh, which is going to be, you know, what we're saying, like nine foot, 
plus. Yeah, eight, nine foot plus. Yeah. Just so basically the bigger the board, the more buoyant it is, the more waves you're going to catch when they're not very powerful. So, And there's a lot of days like that in the UK. So, Yeah, you look at um guy we're going to talk to at some point soon, uh, Rich Surfing Chef, is on uh, Instagram, look him up. And he surfs a big monster 11 foot board, something like that. And Amazing. he goes out in everything. Yeah, he could catch a ripple. Yeah. That is great. I'd like, love a board like that. But he goes out in like big waves as well with that yeah. thing. Wow, amazing! Yeah, so yeah, hopefully we'll talk to him at some yeah. point. And soon, what is the other board that we uh, what we think? So uh, a, lo- a long board, nine nine foot plus, um, not like not a foamy. No. So if you're moving from a beginner upwards, you're going to want like a. You don't want to spend the. Oh, obviously, I'm coming from the tight. I, I did something like I bought, I bought a shaped a talk, board. No, I, I bought, like I bought a, a talk board. Yeah, well, I was about to say talk at the moment. <laughs> Are really good, aren't they? Yeah, so, talk board. They are. You know, I think I paid for about three fifty, four hundred quid for mine, brand new. I think. I think the new long board that they've got out. I, I, can't, I think it's a nine price. six. Yeah. And yeah, and I think that's about four hundred and fifty yeah, quid. Like, quid. Absolute bargain. Like yeah, great boards to learn on. Great to advance on as well. Um, feel nice. They move nice through the water. Yeah, super light. Yeah. Super buoyant. And then we were talking earlier, weren't we, about the about the other board? And you uh, mentioned yeah, well, um, the, the two boards. So you'd say you'd say a long board and a short board. It also depends a lot on what sort of things you want to surf and how you want to surf. So some, I, I myself, I've got no interest in surfing short boards. No, no, me I've, neither. I've tried short board surfing. I I can do it, but I'm I'm not very good at it. I'm not the type of person that's going to be whipping and turning and flipping no. and we're, everything. We're using surfing as a bit of a like a meditation retreat aren't we which we are talking some to someone sooner about that kind of thing aren't we yeah like the mindfulness yeah the mindfulness that was the one that was supposed to be today unfortunately has had to be moved but we will get that to you as soon as possible um yeah so yeah long board short boards and but what was the second what was the shorter board that you were talking about earlier was it uh, oh um, fish board yeah yeah so fish board's like a a short board but it's got a wider thicker wider surface area in the middle it's more buoyant yeah some people call them fun boards yeah people call them fun boards fish boards and they're a lot of fun they're a lot more maneuverable in the water so you can be doing things like you know your twists and turns like more mm. aggressive like a short board style but they're but on more a th- buoyant on yeah. a bigger more buoyant board so you know you've got three options of boards there really there are obviously there are loads of other boards in between you know there's not it's not just those three it's a lot of it if you want to get a different surfboard and your board selection in the uk there's so many places that you can hire a board off of and your best option is to go to one of those places, hire a different size board, and try some different sizes. With some some decent surf shops now by the coast, if you're genuinely interested in buying a board, they will let you take it out. I've I've heard them; they've offered that to me before, and like they clearly don't know who I am because I don't spend money like that. So. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I don't spend money no. here. I'll take the board out if you like. But I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> you don't want to buy anything. So, yeah, so some, if you find a board that you really like and you are genuinely interested and you can convey that to the owner of the shop, if if they're any good, they'll let you take it out or let you try one the same size anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's 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 the gist of that, really. It's, it's personal preference. There's no good for me saying, oh, this is the board size you want mm. if you're this weight and this height because... 
you might get on with a five nine, and I might get on with a mm. eight nine. You know? But in <laughs> in, ge- in general, it's it's two boards for the UK, isn't it? Like a like a long board. Yeah. Nine if foot you want if you want to be able to surf all the time in the yeah. UK, you need to be able to surf those two boards. Yeah. In my opinion, in I don't know if that's the same in your opinion, but I think well, I've, I've never tried a one of the fun boards. I want to because they're more, I'm quite a big bloke, so I'd like to try them because they girls just want to have fun. Because I, I just want to <laughs> I want to try the fun board just to see if uh, I can actually try and stand up on something that's less buoyant, really. Yeah, cool. Um, I think that was all the questions. There is another one. I'm going to just grab my uh, phone because someone actually texted to me that I know. Because, you know. You got friends. Speak. You got friends. Oh, you can't do that. Just ask me to speak. <laughs> just just put me on the spot. Speak. What do you think about life? No. Find the question. Yeah, the question is um, good equipment to start. What What good brands of equipment to like start and range for people in what do you mean like a wetsuit or so i think so the question came from someone who was wondering like they want to get into surfing the type of make what's the yeah what's the best way to get into it and what are the good brands to go for for it to start with yeah well like as my ripco wetsuit is awesome but before that i had a, a sea skin wetsuit that how long did you have the sea uh, skin I don't know, ages. i've still got it i'm not going to throw the thing away it's got holes all over it but i use it for cases this is how tight he is he bought a sea skin wetsuit i think he was probably about 16 or something like that when he bought it and just changed his wetsuit last year yeah Re- refused to eat so I could still stay into the original <laughs> wetsuit. <laughs> uh, uh, wetsuit choices are important. I went surfing with uh, my wife and kids when they were with the kids when they were younger, and they took the piss out of me something rotten because I it was time I I I may have put on a pound or two since when I bought the wetsuit. May have. <laughs> may have. Well. When I put the wetsuit on, my head went red. <laughs> <laughs> when you put the wetsuit on, you needed another one. <laughs> they were asking me why my head's gone purple. <laughs> I don't know, but it fits. Yeah, so, you know, make sure your wetsuit fits. That's uh, that's one of the main ones. Um, but overall brands, you can't really... You can't really say there's one oh stick to this brand they're all good aren't they there's a lot of good brands there's i think if you go to if you want to get started in it and you go to a good surf hire place anywhere around the coast of the uk and they'll give you advice you need Mm. they'll give you advice on you know some of them uh only stock this you know will say this is the best one because that's all they stock but They'll give you advice on boards. They'll give you advice on that. As we said, boards, talk boards are talk, brilliant. Yeah. Talk boards are brilliant at the moment. Talk, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like, Affordable. I think they're one of the best around for yeah. general. If once you've got used to that and you know what you want to surf, then this is when people start moving into spending big money and getting their own shaped board yeah. by, you know, a professional shaper in the UK. Yeah. Um, as regard to wetsuits, you go, you start in wetsuits at, I'd say a decent wetsuit around about the hundred pound mark. No, for that, no. summer one, oh, one summer. yeah, one fifty. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, and then you'd go up four, five hundred quid for a decent winter wetsuit. Yeah. You know, but the, like you said before, the tiki ones are tiki, really good. Yeah, tiki shop in uh, Braunton, that's a really good place to look at, and they're really reasonable as well, aren't they? They're, yeah, I think yeah. what was the winter suit was like the winter suit was like two fifty, three hundred, yeah, something like that. Yeah, three hundred. I can't remember. Mm. That was quite a decent one. Um, 
Yeah, so that, that that's a good one to go to uh, to look at. Um, you know, there's there's all sorts of places you can go and look, and there's and there's loads of accessories you can buy yeah. and make them more comfortable. Like Northcore, yeah. isn't there? We get Northcore has loads of stuff, and you know, dry robe dry as well. Robe, dry yeah. robe for like getting. How many afterwards. surfers now do you see wearing dry robes afterwards? Uh, every, I I got a dry robe last. Oh, someone bought it. I think I think my mum bought it for me for Christmas because uh-huh. she loves me. She doesn't <laughs> want you to get cold. No. Um, yeah, and I I got a dry robe, and uh, that's a game changer I mean putting that on after you get out of the surf and it's freezing cold and you can put that on round your wetsuit and then take your wetsuit off underneath the thing it's like being in a giant poncho with microfiber well the good thing about them is they're waterproof on the outside so when it's raining waterproof and windproof yeah yeah. this thing's amazing yeah but I don't have one I have a towel (laughs) it's tight (laughs) so when, when we've got it before and it's been really cold it's been the, the like that would prize my wallet open. <laughs> that you look really comfortable. Yeah. I'm stood in my builder's bucket with my wet wetsuit yeah. and the tiniest towel that you can find. Yeah, <laughs> it's because it's the microfiber ones and the tiny ones are the cheaper ones. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of things that can make your life a lot more comfortable out there. Um brand wise though, is it's not like it's not doesn't seem to be the same sort of thing as in other industries where this brand's really cool, this brand's... It does go on, and I think probably a lot of younger kids still think, oh, this brand's cool, this brand's not. Well, the good thing, there's not one brand that does everything. So it's not like you can buy... You can go out like Rip Curls thrown up on you. You know, it's yeah. not like you can get the the wetsuit, the... the the towel well you probably can't get the towel you probably do you can know what get I mean? all of, yeah you no you, can't you, go you can mix and match through all of these oh, do, they do, pro- do they do boards Ripcord do probably, boards probably I don't know never bought I never looked at buying one because they'd probably no. just add a one in front of whatever figure goes in front of it or something <laughs> yeah. you know it's um yeah so brand wise it doesn't doesn't really matter there's so much variety and there's a lot of UK based stuff out there that's really good as well and that's that's what we want to talk about don't we as well yeah. like when we go on a future podcast we want to talk to UK shapers yeah and like the small underground yeah. UK wetsuit makers UK yeah. surfboard makers UK everything everything that we can like and try and keep to the UK brand so if you are listening to this and you have a UK brand and you want to talk to us about it and you want us to know about it and let other people know about it get in contact with us yeah definitely we are definitely open to that aren't we and, and get some people on to talk about this kind of stuff more than what than what our knowledge is about it like expand our knowledge and everybody else's teaching teach and learn, 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 learn and teach, teach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah if you want to uh, come with us as we teach and learn and we learn and teach and then uh, that's the place to do it so as we said look out for us on social media we are on Instagram we are on Facebook, Facebook. we are on Twitter. Twitter we don't know how to use any of them properly but we are on there YouTube. Apart, I know. We YouTube, yeah we got yeah. YouTube but I haven't sussed all that out yet we will put yep. the podcasts onto YouTube at some point I keep reading don't do it on YouTube put it on YouTube don't do it on YouTube so it's uh, it's a a minefield of do. stuff at yeah. the moment we might have to see um, yeah and then as we say any any questions send us a message on any of those platforms or send us an email directly to the UK surf show at gmail.com and you know what? I just, just again, just want to say what we mentioned. I just want to say thanks to everybody that's listened. It was yeah, kind of blown away with the response. I like yeah. honestly didn't think this. We've had would quite happen. a few people listening. Quite a few people 
messaging us lots of people subscribing as well yeah people subscribing so yeah make sure you subscribe and you'll hear when the next podcast comes out and yeah we will get those interviews as soon as possible and you know you'll have someone else to listen to not just two rambling fools that sounds good so until next time goodbye see you later